This is a show where friends gather around to talk all things Oblivion Song. <laughs> I fucking went to say Invincible. You should have kept it after the first try. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Oblivion Song Podcast. This is a show where friends gather to talk all things Oblivion Song, a comic book by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. I'm TJ. And this is Bill. Uh, you can join the conversation by emailing us at theobliviansongpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Twitter. Um, I think it's at Obliviancast. Is that right, TJ? Oblivion Podcast. Oblivion Podcast. Ah, excellent. And there's not many of these episodes left. Um... As the Oblivion... Does that mean that is the last time I have to do the intro? Oh my god, that is, Ryan. Look at that. Do you want to do, do, you want to do it again, knowing that it's your last no, time No, I think ever? I did it enough times. I think yeah, I did it enough, you know, yeah, to, yeah, to get this one. That's something we, had, that's something we haven't really talked about uh, on, on the podcast, but yes. I mean, with Oblivion Song ending, so thus shall the Oblivion Song podcast, at least for now anyways... I mean, we have the movie coming out in the future. Maybe we'll be back in some form. Um, maybe we'll be back here. Maybe we'll do a little stint on the Invincible podcast, which we will be continuing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. There's. I, I mean, and who's to say, though, won't be anything down the line. You know what I mean? Any, If uh, the hardcover three comes out and we want to talk about that or if there's a... a, a a short or a mini somewhere and some kind of like skybound X type thing, you know, maybe we get together to talk about it on this show. Yeah, exactly. Just because it's the end doesn't mean it's the end. So how's everybody been? How, how's everybody? I've been, uh, I've been good. I've been good. You guys are both leaving in like four days and two days, both going to Florida, right? Yeah. Well, Ryan, you're going to Florida. In a couple of days. In a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to Florida the day after you get back next week uh, separately. Mm-hmm. So we're both going on. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. It's been a long month and a half um, for at, at work. So it's going to be nice to get away for a little bit. So yeah. yeah, I've been needing a vacation. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. we, say, we say this every time, but it has been a while. Since we've been here, and there were some uh, delays on this issue, mm-hmm. but we are back. It's good to be back and talking about Oblivion Song, closing, nearing the end. And, and even though the issue is out, our shop and maybe many shops didn't get their physical copies, which I usually read the physical copy. So this was the first uh, digital one that I had read in a while. Um, Did you say of, there's a paper shortage? Because of a paper shortage, yeah. There's, I mean, wow. it's a global crisis right now that not only is there uh is that causing delays for issues to come out in um at image which i mean that's also why radiant black issue nine didn't come out this week um but uh, image announced that they will no longer be doing second prints which is uh just crazy and that's um, crazy so like if you what if if you no right now like if you if if right now yeah well i mean for the foreseeable future this doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon if uh if you found out about a comic book that you really wanted to read, I mean, and you missed out on it, 
you're not going to get it. You know, I mean, yeah, you can read it digitally, um, but the uh, eBay, yeah, or eBay, but yeah, it's just going to mean fewer copies out there. I wonder if that means they're going to skyrocket in value. I don't know, depending on depending on what it is. It means that, um, yeah, I mean, it could. You're right. Right. We'll see. If there's only ever first editions, so yeah, for a you while. can't get it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. When is it going to end? When are these shortages going to end? And like chip shortages for you know PS5s and Xboxes and coin Cars. shortages and yeah, it's like everything. It's everything. Yeah, that's the beginning. It's the beginning of the end, guys. <laughs> oh, Skynet's coming. Um, but yeah, I think this is actually going to be. A somewhat shorter episode than usual because unfortunately there's not really too much to talk about in the way of Oblivion Song news or even Kirkman related news. There hasn't really been anything Oblivion Song, Invincible, Walking Dead. I mean, there, things there have been, been quite quiet, there, so. and I'm, I'm sure it does have to do with you know we know about this paper shortage now and it's it's starting to reach us as consumers. I'm sure you know. Image mm-hmm. as a business knew this was coming for a little bit and have been trying to get things straightened out and maybe the writing's been on the wall and they're trying to figure things out so things have been quiet but that's just my theory I, who knows I mentioned this before uh, Ryan and I talked about it a little bit but do you think that this paper short shortage could result in only one cover of yeah, it didn't. issue 36 or do you because th- you would expect there to be variant covers for the last issue i didn't see anything about variants just second printings so i would assume variants are still on the board because wouldn't if, aren't variants if, considered well, second printings though no no they're still they're different covers the variants for the first that- printing so like um like Radiant Black issue eight came out and it had, you know, three covers or whatever it was that all went through on one printing. So on on release day. Yeah. Well, like when it was printed the week or so before at the printing company, it goes through that run, you know, X with this cover, X number with this cover, X number with this cover done, move on to the next comic and so on for it to get a second printing. It would have to go back into print at the company that's printing them and then go through again with however many covers again. That's not granted, happening right do, now. Granted, they do do second printings with different covers. Oh, like, yeah. For example, of course. Radiant Black does that. Invincible has done that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping for just to get normal first printing variants. My guess is we will, get, we, will get, we will still get variants. I think so, too. That makes me wonder if uh, – because if, if there's a paper shortage, that means that the cost of paper – because it's going up. Like, it has to. If there's a shortage, that oh, means Oh, you think prices demand. might go up? Prices might go up, or maybe they might just be like, fuck it, let's just do digital. Like, yeah, I don't think it's the, happening it's yet. It's so expensive. I don't know. I the, think The I physical think market is. is so big that I don't think it's just going to go away like that. I think it would, I think it would, you know, trickle for a long time before going away completely. I could see it happening short term. You mean this is just a short-term thing? Like it, it? No, like what I'm saying, what Bill is saying. Like I can see them going digital short-term until the costs come down, and yeah. and then maybe so they do re-releases print. of like physical releases mm-hmm. later on when things get. They could. But I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the final issue cover now or later, or not at all? 
Now that we're talking, since we're talking about variants and all this kind of stuff, and you were asking about whether or not there'd be variants on the final issue. um, Great segue. Do you have a, a dream variant? TJ, for the final issue? Who do you want to see do a variant for the final issue? Oh, man. That's, this is your last chance. A... Ryan Otley. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> he hasn't done one, right? I mean, yeah. Hasn't he? No. Oh, no, he did a, a, an original for you, didn't he, TJ? Like a piece of art? Yeah, he did. He, yeah. he did. I did. I got a commission from him of Nathan, which turned out amazing. But yeah, I would love to see Ryan Otley do a... Uh, to a variant of the last issue. Uh, I don't know if any listeners out there have seen the last issue. Um, should we describe what it is, or should we just not yet? Leave it? We'll talk about it next ep- episode. Okay. I'd say it's we could it's talk about it. It's perfect. Exactly. It's exactly it's what I wanted, and I thought about oh, what could it be, and I didn't know what it could be, even though I wanted it something like that. And that's it's like an obvious like oh duh like that's just yeah that's great. Um. James Heron, I think, would also be awesome at it. Yeah. Because he hasn't done one, right? Because with, yeah, with, with his does. Ultra Mega stuff, like, it would fit right. so well with his mon- with the monsters and everything. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, he does he does monsters. Like, that's all he does. So, um, yeah, I agree. Imagine, like, a faceless man by him or any of the yeah. creatures. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two that came to the top of my mind. But we'll see. It'd be nice. I mean, they do so many variants for... You know whether it's the twenty fifth or or so on, it'd be cool to get some. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, last episode we talked at length about uh, the movie and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal being cast as Nathan. Um, obviously, it's only been a month. There's not much more to report on that front, but uh, I have been watching a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal movies. Um, well, we don't know if he's Nate. We talked true. about how he, how he could be Ed. Yep. True. Well. And in the back of this yep. issue, they just say producing do they say they don't even they don't mention starring yeah does does. it okay yep kirkman calls it out producing and starring in uh but again like like bill said doesn't necessarily say that it is nate of course um but i i i mean the fact that they because whenever we talk about invincible when the whenever we talk to kirkman about um the invincible live action movie or anything he always talks about casting comes so late in the process it comes after everything in their casting so i think that that's really promising mm, i think i think not, it's only because he's casting. a producer only because he's a producer maybe they, that's maybe. it i mean ryan ryan gosling is starring in him pretty he was attached to star in um project hail mary project hail mary before it was even a script like it's I think, not even i think that there's just so many variables in in what and and how those agreements can come about and i think it was one of those things like hey we're looking for somebody to help us produce this movie and not only is he looking to produce but he's looking to star in it as well which i think bodes well for his attachment to the project but then there's somebody like seth rogan who is probably entirely in a producing and writing standpoint for invincible whereas jake gyllenhaal probably isn't writing you know what i mean and seth rogan probably isn't starring <laughs> you know what i mean so there's so many different variations of how this can play out but it's cool that you know he is attached to cast you know the yeah. way the way that i see something going like that is jake gyllenhaal can go to a studio maybe he had a, a script or a rough outline and says i will star in this if i can also mm-hmm. produce it as well Meaning, like, he has say in who directs it. He has say in who writers are. Like, producers 
do all that stuff. They find all those acting, like all that stuff. So, yeah. Which, to your point, bodes well because obviously he wouldn't want control over this thing if it wasn't going to be good. And we know that it's good, that it'll be good, but. Mm-hmm. Wait, is there a director too? I thought there was a director. Uh, no, there's a uh, company. Right. Okay. Like a like I thought, a. I thought, I thought there was a director too. I think it's just a, maybe I don't think. I think Dylan Hall is producer and starring, and then there's a production company that's partnering with them. I believe. I forgot the name of the production company. Uh, yeah. That's in the uh, in the letters too, but yeah, uh, I, I'm excited about that. It's something that we can look forward to after, you know, if, after the series ends. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, shall we dig in? Sure. Issue thirty-four. I love how all of our animals are going insane. Yeah, all of them. But yeah, that's just the way it is. So, issue 34 out of 36. What did you guys think of the cover? I'm always a fan of when um, he uses, uh, a re- you know... Old, old art. Art as reference. Yeah. You know, to do, like, you know, a remix on those. So, that that's that's my favorite thing about this cover. Do you know what, what's the original piece of art, Ryan? Do you know? I recognized it, but I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up. Uh, it's Liberty Leading the People by Eugene Delacroix. It is actually in the Louvre. So I believe Katie and I saw that when we were there. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I I don't know. It obviously looks like it's inspired by some sort of original art. I'm sure I've seen it Mm -hmm. at some point, but yeah, I thought the cover was good. Yeah, I like it. Um, Let's dig in. Previously on Oblivion Song. Heather's appeal to the great Kirag to save not only her and Dulam's life, but prevent war with Earth, succeeded. At least she was led to believe so. Meanwhile, after Nathan's success in destroying the Los Angeles transference machine, his trip to Paris wasn't so easy, and he's met by an army of armed Kuthal. In oblivion, Duncan, Ed, and Bridget joined forces with Gakal, only for Lord Halak to arrive to stop them from working together by any means necessary. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah. See, you gotta, nice you job. gotta not look nice at us. Job. Yeah. That's the key. It really we're, is. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing video Skype right now and it's, and it's really distracting when someone fucks up. Cause then we just all start laughing. So <laughs> I will say that one was longer than the ones that we've done in the past, but it, it didn't have it didn't as have many the, ridiculous yeah, names. <laughs> the back to backs, man, that was good. Yeah. There were a couple in there, but not too bad. Um, I feel like that's the one thing that we've we've been throughout the entirety of this podcast been consistently just awful at <laughs> all the takes that we've done with previously on. You think they're yeah. going to keep the language and the names in the movie? No, I think they would. You don't oh. think so, TJ? Oh. One no and one yes. That's surprising. No. So you I don't... don't think they're going to keep any of the names? Oh, like do you think they're going to make them a little bit? different from one another because they're just so similar and i know that's how they're supposed to be like the the right. the, the kuthal or the kurag what's the race the kurag uh kuthal the kuthal is so, the faceless man in general right so i mean it's kind of it's like themed it's just the way that their culture is you know it's, it's all very similar but i think that with a broader audience that they should make the names 
not sound so samey. I think I, I, I think it makes sense. Go ahead, Ryan. I, I'm probably going to say what you're about to say. I mean, it's it's how they sound. It's the, the the way they speak. Isn't it supposed to be like really airy and long winded kind of sounding? So maybe it's just that that's just it, it. It make more sense when it comes to their language. I think it makes sense. What I was going to say was I think it makes sense for the comic because it's it's easier to understand it and why it is what it is. But for a movie, you're only sitting in that in that chair for two hours, two and a half hours. And you want to leave. They, they want people leaving the, the theater saying, wow, DeCool was amazing. Oh, and Greg Kurag was 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 nuts. It, it, it's going to be, I think, more difficult with how similar they are and how different they are. I'm not saying that like the Grand Curag is going to be like Michael, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to it's I think it's going to change a bit. Hmm. See. That's a good hot take right there. Hmm. All right, let's dive in. Page 1. So uh it starts out with showing us uh Paris and Hong Kong uh in oblivion and kind of what's going on there. Uh we left off and then it shows uh, Marco in Paris. We left off with um, Nathan going to Paris to shut to destroy the last transference device, and he thought it was going to be easy, and he walked into a complete ambush. Uh, so Mark is bas- Marco is basically telling Director Ward uh, that Nathan went silent. And General Harkin is saying, like, oh, don't worry, your team is so lucky. Um, you know, I'm sure everything is fine. I thought that was such a dick thing to say. He's Not like, only oh, that, but it was lucky. like, it's, you got the lucky crew. It's yeah. like, yeah. Was, is there, am I forgetting something about the last couple issues? Like, why is he that, referring to them as the lucky crew? I don't think that I don't know, because I feel like they haven't been very lucky. <laughs> I don't think it has to do with that. I just think that they've all gone to oblivion and and have mm. had success like yeah. in oblivion you know so they're okay like you know tenured i guess hmm. but that no reason be. to think that and he's got such a stupid look on his stupid <laughs> face <laughs> he looks like jabba the hut back there like oh no reason to think that the luck would run out now toka no beat so yeah we so now we get the aftermath of of nate uh and I, you know what? I like his his attitude has evolved quite a bit. Um, his persona has has evolved. Like he was very stoic and serious before, and I feel like after that first three year jump, he kind of loosened up a little bit, especially after he spent a lot of time in Oblivion. So I don't know. He just seems a little bit more like fun. You know? You're talking about you're talking about Nathan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you guys agree that he's like? Like, oh, crap, and, and like, come on, come on, play. Like, I don't know. He just seems a little bit more animated. I, That's what I, it is. He seems more animated. I think I it's... think that he has gone through spurts of that throughout the series, that there's, he's gone through spurts where he's very serious because he has to be, but then he'll have other times, like this episode, where it's a little more fun and a little more, like, Spider-Man-y, where he's, like, running for his life, but he's, you know... I think it just fits with the evolution of his character. I mean, from the beginning, he was hiding something that we didn't know, and then eventually we found out, and then he was stranded somewhere. Then it's like, right now, it's it's confidence. You know, like, he is 
he he it, we know everything about Nathan now. He we know he's the you know the grand curator or whatever it's called. Uh, he's the uh, and you know he's we we. I just think that we're seeing kind of like the final form, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So it picks up where it left off. He's uh he he walked into the ambush and they're all, you know shooting at him and he's running away uh he throws some devices at him and they just pretty much just like pass it off and he's like uh you guys are the worst he's like new plan and he he starts running uh again but he goes into the next room and he pulls his sword but is immediately shot with some kind of um paralyzing paralyzing agent i guess mm-hmm. yeah like he can't feel his legs he can't move i like that he teleports out and then back in you know, that's always right. been, it, it never gets old. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So smart. Yep. That is going to play so well in the movie. I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Yeah, oh, there's going to be gonna... some, like, visually, can you see, like. Just picture Nightcrawler, uh, but he's like, actually going somewhere else. No, no, it wouldn't in, be like Nightcrawler. Two places. Nightcrawler disappears and then shows up somewhere else. That, I that's feel like that's the, what I mean. You're going to get to see. It, you're, in the movie, you're going to see the character not move, but the background changes. Like, that's oh, going to be the change. Oh, that was, would be you know cool. That would like, be a cool like, way to do it. Right? Yeah, I think that would be really, really fun. Visually, it's going to be stunning. Yeah. It's going to work yeah. really well in a movie. I could picture, like, he he did, in the comic, they did cool things with, like, the gun. Oh, man, I really need to do a reread. But there was, like, a gun that he, like, dropped, and then, like, he went back into oblivion, and then went back into the... I, don't, I can't remember what it was. I wish I could. It's when he, it's the end of the, the second arc or whatever it would be it's when he sends um uh, uh it's when nate sends his brother back he he shoots him and then teleports them both and then he goes back or something i i just maybe I, i'm picturing like a gun where he dropped the gun and then pulled somebody into like earth dimension and then back into oblivion and then pick yeah, up the that. gun or something like to get him to drop him or something like that oh i don't hmm. know cool shit like that but uh yeah um so yeah he's paralyzed and he says um i can't feel my legs um i surrender basically so he so he is now captured uh next scene we get uh the grand kirag is uh still talking with um or no i'm sorry not the grand kirag um, Lord Halak. Lord, Hal- Lord, Lord Halak. Lord Halak is there with Gakal. Mm-hmm. Grand Kirag is later. So Lord Halak uh, showed up when you know Gakal and everyone, the team from Earth, Ed, um, met know, up and we're all there. Yeah. So they approached, so, and it was the end of the issue, like the oh shit moment. Gakal yeah. is the one who was working with Nathan in Oblivion, right? Like the scientist. Yeah. So Heather this... let it slip to uh, the Great Kirag that she knew that Gakal was was working on something and to give him some more time. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when the great uh, Kirag Halak. called Lord Halak back uh, and sent him after Gakal to basically kill him. So I don't know about you guys, but this was a fucking awesome reveal. This like, is one of the best parts of the entire finale so far. Yeah. Not just the action scene, but... So you find out Gakal is actually an ex on leader that didn't he, he like left or he was banished or something like that. I was going to ask, we yeah. didn't know this, right? Yeah, we, we did. No, 
We did. didn't know this. Yeah, we did. So uh, when Lo when Grand Kirag first called, first pulled Lord Halak back, he said, um, "This is what I want you to do." And he said, "Well, he's an ex Gozan leader." And he goes, "He's like he he's surely gonna kill me." And then Grand Kirag says, "Is your redemption not worth your life?" And he says, "Yes, it is." Oh, you know what? Maybe we did know this because he's the one who taught Nathan how to fight like a Gozan, right? He is, oh, and uh, he's the one that taught yeah. he's the one that taught Nate all the all the, the like rite of passage and all the the rules right, for that. Right. Which I remember thinking, how does Nate know all this? Okay, maybe I just forgot. Are you sure? It. I thought that was or maybe it wasn't super obvious. I thought that I was De Cool. No, De Cool is who we fought. That conversation. Uh, huh. I mean... Yeah. No, it's all good. I just forgot. Yeah, I if it if it wasn't it, I forgot completely. Like Bill, like that. So this was a really cool surprise to me. Um, is that what you guys were saying? Was this was a reveal because of that, or yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah, whole sequence, but, but him being yeah. a former goes on master. Him, was... uh, you know what? You know what it was. It's it's not the reveal, but it's it was him. Because we've uh, only known we've only known him as a scientist. Mm -hmm. You're kind of you're rightish. I'm going back to look at it here. It doesn't specifically call him out as a an ex goes on leader. Yeah. It says uh, I thought he was I like a scientist. Call to be working with humans um, of Earth against us. And then Lord Halak says, disgraced or not, to invite conflict with a good call is to ensure your own death. And he says, is redemption not worth your life? And he says it is. I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't think so. So we didn't know. We just thought he was a scientist that for some reason was banished or something. So right. that, that, so like knowing this explains so much about how Nate knows all of this and this upcoming awesome scene. Yeah, it was great. So, uh, I mean, Lord Halak comes in like straight up just surrendering. Yeah. Trying cool. to be like trying to be like. Hey yo, I'm I'm like you know head honcho here and, um, Gakal Gakal is just like you should probably stand down. Like I, I'm just gonna kill well, everybody and, here and he slowly and he slowly grabs and even his sword. Lord Halak is like, listen guys, you don't want to do this. He will kill you. You know. Yeah. So so I mean it's it's this big like tense conversation. All of a sudden the next page is just, um, Halak lifting his arms up. He's like, okay, no no, we we surrender. And then the his um dude his his kid was was awesome in this scene too oh nanul nanul because yeah. he's like because you know bridget and ed don't know what they're saying and he's like oh no they were gonna fight but now they're not going to fight because they know it'd be foolish so so they're not gonna fight oh oh wait and then oh, they go oh, on oh, to wait. Yeah. yeah and then and then him doing that again later <laughs> at the end was just he like this yeah. whole sequence was like i said the best if if not one of the best sequences in uh in this finale I yeah. liked that about Lord Halak too. Though. Like you, you, you expect him to obviously fight him, but he really is that scared king, just trying to get power again. He's just uh, he's that character. He's just cowardly. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I like. But I mean, I he's like also that. smart. He 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 knows that regardless of honor or anything like that, that they do not stand a chance. He literally. So he, he fights all these guys and he's talking about the difference between their faction and the Gozan and that the Gozan can evolve. And yes, they follow orders, but they're also individuals and they can change 
mm-hmm. they have to do in the minute. Whereas these guys, they just blind, blindly follow orders. Yeah, they um, can't. The elite guard can't change because once they're given an order, a directive, they have to have just to follow it. Follow they can't yeah. adjust to the situation. Yeah. Which, um, as he's saying, they should, and they can be different, and they should be able to choose and, and, and adjust. And I love, I love how this, like, pages of him explaining this, and he's like, all right, well, I, I, I was hoping I could stall to, so that you would come to your senses, but I see now that you won't. And then he just immediately kills three of them. All of them. Except no, all, for one. All of them, all of them minus one yeah. and um, Lord Halak, mm-hmm. saying, oh, well, at least one of you come to your senses um, um i want to say there uh, there were was, like oh he killed like like four yeah, of them one in the back together um but yeah i thought all of that was that whole scene was amazing uh his whole speech that he gave while he was just destroying everybody was great uh and then lord halak says how can we help you how can what can we do uh, and Gakal basically says, let's get to work. Uh, after that, it shows this crazy, uh, what's the word? Starts with an M. Montage, uh, but it's more of a montage. collage. Collage was the word I was looking for, which doesn't start with an M. But montage mm-hmm. does, which is what this right. would be if it were in yeah. film, because this felt it, like a it, montage. It, well, mo- it, it was, was like, montage. every little thing she does is mad. And it's like <laughs> going through all this... And I was like, how much time is passing? Uh, But yeah, they're doing a ton of research, a ton of science. They're collecting um, growth samples. They're they're doing Mm -hmm. all this different testing. You see sample uh, number 126, sample 128, 132, 146, all the way to 166. Um, 166 is the one where they finally killed the growth. So what... what is it so that we have uh, an answer? That pushes, what is it that pushes back the growth, guys? And how do you feel about it? It's basically humans, but it's not like their breath. It's their, it's our respiratory, respiratory fil- like filtration. Um, humans filter out the growth. In- exactly, which I think is actually kind of a cool idea. It's, I I didn't really like how they were saying that it was the breath, but then they explained that it's not. It's, it's the human filtration system and yeah, I because it's, not, I, I, it's like, not carbon dioxide it's not carbon dioxide because there's carbon dioxide in the, it's the process in which humans breathe yeah that filters it out so i mean i it's cool because i never would have thought of it like yeah. i never would have thought of like a pro like because everybody always thinks it's going to be something in the air not the process of yeah. which you breathe but i'm I, that adds like a whole lot of stipulation like or, or um speculation as to how it's going to end really because oh you're saying that now it doesn't because i took that as like oh this is this is really cool it's creative didn't think of that that's that's smart i like this and then i was like well i guess i know how it ends (laughs) it's like so the only way the growth can go away is if humans live in oblivion that's so you think that's it because well it's it's either that or the growth doesn't go away right because i either humans have to live in oblivion whether there's peace or they just swap places or the growth doesn't go away. Those are two options. I got the same thing that Ryan got out of it. Bill, what did you get out of it? The, so obviously I thought, okay, so they're going to switch 
spots completely. They're just going to do a transference of the entire mm-hmm. planet mm-hmm. and all, all humans in their current cities, they're going to find a way to just transfer it into oblivion and then vice versa. But then I thought to myself, well, what's going to stop the growth from just coming back on Earth then with well, if, they, if there's no humans? If, yeah, if they swapped entirely. Yes, exactly. So Which like, is why in the marked off zone in Philly, the growth eventually went away because it's a planet filled with humans that are right. removing it. So, so if so they we, swapped we, one for one, know? the growth wouldn't go anywhere. Exactly. Do, so it has to be wait, a wait, wait, wait. Do we know that the Kuthal, that the faceless men are the reason for the growth? No, but we don't not know that. Yeah, but if but the if, they, if we were to completely swap, how why are you But you're not just swapping the people, you're Earth. swapping the the buildings, the, the, the like land, the, the soil. Exactly. I mean, it's the whole thing. I guess you're not swapping there, the sky, the air. There's no but there's no way that they would be able to not Unless they just do individuals, but they wouldn't do that. I mean, then then humans are doomed because they have to live with all these monsters with, like, no equipment or anything like the, that. They're the only the only thing people. is Ryan. It's, Ryan, it's, I, I disagree. I disagree with what you said. Uh, when Nathan goes into oblivion, he doesn't bring Earth with him. Yeah, tell, but when the device goes off, but when the device goes off, it brings it buildings brings, with him, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does it? Get, they wouldn't get there through transference. But that's they would what get, they would get there through individual like transfer. But that's what Bill's talking about. He's saying if they did a full swap, I assume that would be a mm-hmm. full. Everything goes. Right. But but the other option is like what Bill's about to bring up now is just individual people going back and forth. That's but what then, I'm but even if they did that, then there are no humans on Earth to filter out the growth. If they could, if if they cause what, it, yeah, yeah, you're right. What what growth? Exact. That's my question. Yeah. Why are we assuming that that Earth is gonna and, gain growth? And why would humans? humans why would humans agree to a full swap? Like, they go, wouldn't go it live would in this forced. jungle. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It would be doom. Like they yes. have to go yeah. and live so with monsters and stuff. So I think it's gonna. Uh, end. I have an answer. I have an answer. I have one too. Where it's gonna be like uh, synergy. Like they're gonna live with the humans. There's going to be populations of humans that want to live in oblivion that are going to go there. It's going to increase. It's going to kill the growth there. And then some faceless men are going to choose to live on Earth. And then they can just travel freely. Humans are the answer. Humans are what stop the growth. And that's why the 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 Cathal are in the position that they're in right now. So once they find out that the humans, what are they going to do? Uh, uh, like imprison human beings and just make them breathe? Like on the outside of their buildings? They're just going to strap them to their houses and... I mean, you... see how it's not so easy now, Ryan. See how no, no, like... I'm saying it is. <laughs> I'm saying I'm no, still. I think, I think it is. I think it is too. But that's I the mean, thing. It Ryan, is either Ryan, synergy why... or nothing. Ryan, why would humans agree to swap? They fucking wouldn't. I know. Why are you assuming they have a choice? Exactly. But do it. Do it or fucking die. Do it yeah. or die. And then there would be war, and that's the end. That's what I'm saying. It is either synergy or, or there's no happy ending. I think that that's what it's going. To, I don't believe that that's what it's going to be, though. I think it's going to get to that point where it's like, well, you can do it or you can mm-hmm. fucking die. But I do think that the end all is going to be uh, a harmonization. What's funny is I feel like knowing how Invincible ended and Walking Dead ended, I feel like the synergy or whatever that part is is going to be like the a plot of the final issue there is something else that is going to be a major part of the finale other than this thing that we were talking about i agree 
That's what there's, I, I there's feel more like to it. Obvious, so like it's an obvious answer, the, but I think it's the final issue could start with the synergy, and then like the rest of the issue is like, but this is what happens because they did mm-hmm. that. So I'm not concerned. I don't feel like oh, we know the ending. It's like yeah, this is. I mean, we got two issues left. Of course, right. yeah, no, this is exactly when we should be feeling like we know the answer or know the end because it's actually being rolled out in a normal way. Do you think we're going to get an answer as to what the growth even is? I feel like I, I feel like for the humans to be like, oh yeah, we just breathe this stuff in and then it goes away. I, I feel like you'd want to find out what mm. it is and where it came from and I think it's just vegetation. Don't I don't I don't want to know. Just it's an I, I think it's okay that we don't know. It's an it's an outer worldly growth fungus. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, but I mean, it can't it can't just have always been there, Ryan. It's not just it's like vegetation that's always been there throughout the entire like history of of the Cathal. No, no like, it wasn't. It's just like a mold that started to appear and then <clears throat> and take over. Why couldn't it be? <clears throat> so, I because mean, we it's, hit, it's because it's like, growing out of control. Like I know, but like COVID hasn't always been a thing. You know what I mean? Like it, things evolve, things advance, and it's that's not always Ryan a good said. thing. Like it's going to be a mold that just came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah, that's. I guess yeah. so. I I just feel like I would I would want more of an explanation as to what this is, especially if we're going to offer our help to breathe this atmosphere and filter out. There's going this to be something is. that we don't know yet that is going to be very enticing to humans to live there. Right. And I agree. And that is going to be the reason, or, or. How big is the Oblivion planet and how many populations are there? Maybe it won't take more than a couple hundred people living in a, in the populated areas and start there and start removing the growth from the areas that is needed. This doesn't have to be like, a, all right, we need, you know, eight billion humans to go over to the, this other planet to, you know, just start breathing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a slow rollout. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they would do something like... And in the meantime, oh, some Cathal can live here. We discovered that, like, the people who were living in Oblivion for 10 years, like, Ed, like, they just don't get sick. You yeah, know, like, they something. can have a, they can have that's, a reveal like that's that. That's a twist that I could see Kirkman doing in, like, the second half of the, the finale. Like, yeah. Fear the Returned. They brought like something there's, back there's, in there with like them. Like, there's, there's another 10-year jump, and Ed hasn't aged at all. Like, no one's aged that come comes back from... I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. But we're no. not done. We're not done yet. No. Oh, we're so, not nearly done yet. Still more coming. Overall, I like that. Yeah, I like it, too. I also um, liked it, too. I was surprised, which doesn't happen often, I feel. I, I, I was surprised that I did like it, because you, especially... Because this is what we do. We do it with a, with Invincible, and like you're not expected to be surprised by something like that. But and it, it was also the thing that the way it was said and kind of like it it, it right. was revealed. It was like it's your breathing. It's your it's the respiratory system. That yeah. That's kind of oh wait, oh no okay yeah that is it makes sense. It is kind of all right yeah, yeah. And then you end up the more you think about it, the more you like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, go ahead. So Ed has an idea um, because they need to test a bigger, like, you know, what what is the – they need a bigger test area. And Ed's like, I have an idea. And he 
he ends up taking him to the place where the, all the humans were living on Oblivion. But first we get, um, is that Marco in yep. Paris? Paris? Mm-hmm. Um, surrenders because they're, they're overwhelmed yep. with, um, with, well, he gets, he gets taken troops. captured. We, we uh, yeah. Um, he's basically saying that I believe he says that still haven't heard from Nathan or anything. And, the, and, uh, the general is basically saying, get your guys out of there. That's an order. Get them all out of there. And then you see um, him get cap- Car- Marco get captured. Yep. And then we uh, go back to um, the, the little, yeah, the little civilization. Duncan is talking to Bridget, Bridget about how he misses her. And um... I love that. I like yeah. I liked this just a, in the midst of all this chaos, we still get like a really like kind of heartfelt moment. He's back in oblivion. He's feeling all these emotions. This is Bridget's first time ever in oblivion. And he's like, he says, I, you know, yeah. I missed it. She yeah, says, cool. I missed it. And he says, I missed it too. I missed dot, dot, dot you. And she says, Duncan, please don't. He says, I'm sorry. And walks away. I love that. Mm hmm. So then um, Gakal uh, cuts this gigantic root-looking thing, this vine, in half. And uh, he explains that this it, it shows exponential growth, but if you look in the center of it, this is where the, the, a period of growth was stunted, and that's when all of the humans lived there. So they, they pretty much proved their theory that mm-hmm. humans are the ones to not... I mean, it would eventually kill the growth, obviously. It would seem, Slow but it. Keep, keep it at bay. Yeah. Like, it, I don't think it even slows it. It just stunts it. Like, it stops it. It stops it from, depending on how many humans are there. Yeah. So, so it was already smart to, to make it about the respiratory system. This was just another really smart way to double down on proving it. I liked, like, stunted growth, and that explains, like, because we've been here. Because that, w- that could be a question that we would have came up with, where it's yeah. like, how come we haven't seen the growth grow go away when we've seen Ed and his people live there mm-hmm. for years, 10 yeah. years. Well, that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent point. So now so we now... have Heather, mm-hmm. right? Heather and her best friend who watches desperate housewives. What's his name? Dulam. Dulam. So they've been there for days or however long it's been because she can't even remember. She hasn't eaten anything. Um, so she's so weak, she's just laying on the floor, and um, what they're she's basically they're... saying there's it's hopeless, like it, it, nothing matters, and and he's saying no, he's like we're still alive, which means that the war is still raging on, and they have a plan for us. Mm-hmm. It's it's not over yet. Yep. And a guard uh, comes to because um, Grand Karag summons them. And uh, they're taken, and the Grand Kurag says, listen, like, I've, I've had enough. Like, you're going to tell me everything you know, um, and I want to know everything now. Uh, he says, uh, I will kill every last human on Earth, starting with this one. This is your last warning. And she says, uh, basically, like, I'm not scared of you. Like, what else do I have to lose? And she's like, and what information are you even talking about? I haven't held anything back. And then ah, you know what? Pause there. I thought there was a typo, because she says, "You think I'm scared of dying? I wouldn't be here saying with your 
headless dumbass if I was. What are your thoughts anyway? You lock me up. What are your thoughts anyway? She's translating. Like, she's speaking a different language. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't so be here talking be with your headless. Up. Talking with your head. Like, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be talking to you if I... You know? That's why I wouldn't I took, be here saying well, with... And then, well, what are your thoughts anyway? Like, what are you thinking? Stop it. Dude. Stop Dude. Stop What's funny is that when, she, when there was mistakes in there, I knew that it was because of the language, but I did not catch Ryan that saying would have been talking. Yes. And then what are your thoughts anyway? Like she's, it's, she's yeah. just speaking her second language and it's just yeah, it's broken right. English or broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Good job, Robert Kirkman. <laughs> That's really fucking smart. Uh, and in comes uh, Nathan, who is being drugged in by uh, the guards. And he's, or or and dragged in. Or dragged in. One of the two. Drug? Yeah, you're right. Drug isn't a word, is it? Is that he's wrong? It is a in. word. Not the right one. <laughs> no, he's being dragged in. Yep. And again. Fancy little, seeing you little, here, dear. Yeah, very, you know, yep. Ryan Reynolds-esque humor. He's beat to a pulp. He's probably paralyzed still and still is, you know. Have we seen the numbing stuff before? Like, is there something that paralyzes you? Like, do we, is there a precedent for this being temporary or permanent? Oh, I see where you're going with this. I think it's probably temporary. I think think so too. Same. Yeah. Um, And he says, fancy, fancy seeing you here, dear. Looking all kinds of fucked up. It was a very good issue. And then that's the end of this issue. Enjoyed that very much. Yes, that was that was exciting. Uh, We got answers about how to stop the growth. Yeah, we got yeah we got the answers to the growth. We got some some scene, crazy action. um, Yeah, with uh, Gakal. Yeah, Gakal is his name. We got his son. Some humor remains remains to be like extremely funny throughout the entire series. Anytime he's in it. Um. Yeah. It was it was a good issue. A really there cool double laps, page, right? really cool double page spread with the time lapse. Yeah, no, it was it was this was a solid issue. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and yes, Bill, two issues left: thirty five, thirty six, and then we're done. Yep. So General Java um, remains the worst part. <laughs> Do you say General Java? <laughs> <laughs> He does. Even in this, even this, in this next on, he looks even more Jabba the Hutt. So um, in the next so... on, go ahead, Rip Phil. No, yeah, go ahead. You can take it. Um, yeah. So in the next on, we don't really get much. It's just uh, basically saying that there's uh, no response from Hong Kong or Paris. Um, they haven't heard anything. And he, one of the uh, workers there, is just asking General Huck, General Harkin Harker what what to do mm-hmm. and he's just staring so december 8th <clears throat> as of now yeah hopefully there's no more delays and this cover this is lorenzo de felici's issue 36 of invincible i was gonna say this is 36 or 63 yeah 63. yeah yeah I, I what's the word yeah i really mixed that up um issue 63 of invincible like it's it's nathan who is just completely fucked up with a big ass uh cathal like fist 
in the mm-hmm. background. Oh, it's it's ho- it's pulling Sorry. him up by his hair. Oh, it oh it is holding his hair. I thought it was just in the background. Oh yeah. Wow, that is just brutal. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, do Exciting. you guys think? Okay, so we talked about we speculated on how it could actually end, but what about the characters? So, do you think Nathan is going to just have a quick, untimely surprise death? next issue because if it happens it's going to be next issue i don't think he's going to die in the 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 um the finale it'll be this it'll be this upcoming issue if he does penultimate yeah hmm you're saying nathan if anyone it would absolutely be nathan yeah i think everybody else is in very good hands and they're perfectly fine they're all safe I i think bridget duncan that whole team safe Heather, I think, will be fine. I, yeah, really, the only one in a precarious situation now is uh, is is Nate, and he could very much be a reason. And if he dies, the reason why everything works and there is harmony. But I don't know what that would be. I mean, I mean, Lord Lord Halak could, in theory, go back to the Grand Chahi. And uh, that's exactly like he could walk and, in and be, like, and, and be like, hey, we figured it out. And like then he's days like, past. Yeah, yeah. Like how long? We don't know. Like they were, you know, I think that was a little intentional. How do we know that, you know, that Heather wasn't at the bottom of that cell two days after they had solved? Like they, they traveled from their hut to the, the human village or whatever. Right. Like time has passed, and there's a lot of time passing throughout this. Yeah, we don't know how we, much time. Lord Halak could walk sample. in right after Nate gets dragged in, for all we know, and that'd be perfectly yeah. reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I can, I'm, I'm, I'm like writing it in my head on how it could go bad, and it could be something like, you know, maybe they do find out that it, we solved it, but you still have Nathan, and it's like he defied everything that they've done and he they took he took control of the gozon and and gained their respect maybe grand kirag isn't going to stand for that and and maybe he respects him and then they say and they say well listen if you kill nathan like we're done there's not going to be peace yeah and he's like no peace peace (laughs) yeah no peace um and then it ends crazy and with in in a bad ending or i don't know i'm just Anything can happen. I Anything could, can happen. I could go for a, um, they kill Nathan, and then right after Nathan dies, <laughs> he's like bleeding out on the floor, and they come and they're like, "Oh, hey, we figured out how to solve it," <laughs> and then, like, he didn't have to. I don't know. I, I feel like the the Grand Kurag has to die in order for them to like have any kind of peace. He just he seems too paranoid. He seems too like. Like he, I mean, he's always talking about see. how he doesn't want to work with the humans and stuff. Like, regardless of if they're the answer, he wouldn't want to do it in a peaceful way. So he has to die if it's going to be a good ending. I could see uh, the Grand Kirag wanting to kill Gakal and Lord Halak somehow finding a way to get in there to benefit himself. I yeah. think I think hmm. that is going to happen because Heather told the Grand Kirag. Um, Gakal is working on something and he's close. Just give him some time. And his first thing to do was, yo, go kill Gakal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, th- I think, I, mean. I think he's yeah. going to stick with that. 
Yeah, he does. He's he's nefarious and he doesn't yeah. care. Grant like, Kirag just... is go- is going down. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, he's the he's the one that has to go. And whoever fights him is probably also going down. Whether that be Gakal or Gakal and Nate or something, that will be like... the, that will be the big fight. Yeah. And because we because we were just shown how serious of a fighter Gakal is to make it more impactful, you know, this upcoming fight, if that's the case. Are we are we to believe that Lord Kir- um that the Grand Kirag is a good fighter just because he's like royalty? I wouldn't be surprised if he was. I mean, he's it, probably trained. He probably is trained in like the way of the Gozan, the way of yeah, like he it would be is- pretty on uh uneventful if he's a shitty fighter because <laughs> all yeah. i mean kakal could just show up and be like all right peace yeah he has to I be kind a good of, fighter i kind of hope if that's the case i kind of hope that nathan is not a part of the fight just because we got in my opinion the bet the best thing that that's really happened was nathan versus du, um cool. De cool and that was the big reveal of oh i'm trained in your ways mm-hmm. yeah but now uh, picture now pick you all right picture the nathan versus cool fight and now picture the Gakal fight that we just saw. Now picture just those combined, of... but with more teleporting. <laughs> and True. But Nate's, Nate's fucked up. Yeah. And well, paralyzed. Yeah. No, he was paralyzed days ago. He was dragged in there. Uh, I just uh, According to your headcanon, he was drugged in there. <laughs> drug. Just but that's drug. what I mean. Again, we don't know. Uh, we, we have no proof that he's actually paralyzed still days later. Right. Mm-hmm. I think he's just beat yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Cool. All Exciting. Right. So that is issue uh, 34. Can't wait for the next two. Uh, next one, like Ryan said, is on December 8th, Pearl Harbor Day. So hopefully that doesn't get... Oh, we're skipping a whole month, huh? Yeah. Well, not quite. <laughs> yeah. Not, not quite, actually. It's yeah. not a whole month. Uh, I believe that tentatively, again, uh, there could be delays, but the final issue is slated to come out on January 10th. So... Yeah, hopefully no more delays and we'll be good to go on that. So, now that that is done with, we get to talk about kind of what we've been up to lately. Bill, would you like to start? Yeah, sure. I'll, 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 I'll take it off. You'll take it off? I what guess so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What are you going to take off? I'll I'll uh, I'll start it off. <laughs> uh, so as far as video games, um, Ryan, have you been playing any new Switch games? I haven't. Um, I've been meaning to pick up my Switch again. Uh, I me, go uh, ahead. started playing Metroid Dread. Oh, uh, I really would like to play that. It is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It it is really really good. I played the Metroid Prime series on the GameCube. I never did. Um, I, I played Metroid Prime and I think the second one. Um, but I, I like like Hollow Knight. You know, Metroidvanias. Like yeah. 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 Like I'm not in love with like uh, I think Guacamelee was like that as well. Oh, yeah. Which um, I loved. Yeah. I, I love that game, too. I, I never beat it. But Hollow Knight is like amazing. But ironically enough, Metroid Dread is like the best version of a Metroidvania style yeah. game because it's, it's a Metroid game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that. um Man, I I am rewatching. We don't talk about this enough because it's it's maybe maybe we did back in the day, but Santa Clarita Diet. Do you guys remember? I didn't like how it. amazing this show. I don't at all. I, I don't know 
You didn't like it? I watched the first episode and couldn't get into it. Oh. It was no, all. It was. Know. It was too. I, I'm not gonna get into it. Too awesome. I agree. Yeah. I ahead, don't TJ. know how you can rewatch that show, knowing that it ended on a cliffhanger and then got canceled. It's like, it's like depressing. It is depressing. I said it this morning. I was watching. And I, I was laughing like... out loud, and I just said to Liz, "I'm like, as I'm watching this, it's just making me more mad. I don't understand yeah. why it got canceled. I don't, I don't like gratuitous gore, especially in comedy. It's just I don't mm-hmm. like I don't like that. And that's all it was. It was the entire first episode. She was like vomiting blood after eating someone. I'm like, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think I'm just desensitized to it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You both are, and you know I am the opposite. So therefore, yeah. yeah. That's that's all. It's nothing really against the show. It's more against me. I, Ryan, I guarantee that if you were to watch the second episode, you would be in because that's it. It does go heavy with the what? Uh, it, you no, hurt yourself. I just got a Charlie horse in my leg right now. Sorry, go on. No, oh no. Uh, but no, Ryan. If you couldn't get past the first episode, it it does get worse and worse. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, Ted Lasso ended uh season two it's incredible I haven't, watched, I haven't watched any of it that's crazy to me it's crazy um i started playing i don't even know if i can even claim this but i got death loop what i've played is incredible i just have not i just need to play it i need to just sit down and play it um i watched is there a reason why you're not playing it like how, how no, do you have a I'm new just... game on a ps5 and you're not playing it i know it's just because i like come home and i just don't feel like thinking and like it's i don't know i'm just lazy that's what it is i just come home from work and i'm just lazy that's fairly strong Um, i just want to be i just want to sit and just watch something you know uh i watched uh you season three on netflix which was good it was just you should talk to katie about it she's been binging you she never saw it and then like two weeks ago she started watching it from season one and that's all she's been doing yeah i will i will because she probably doesn't have any way to talk to about it I yeah. saw like a quick clip. Is Nell in it from Hill House? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's in it. Interesting. Um, what else? Oh, I guess I'm... should we talk about Dune? Like we we all we went to to IMAX to go see Dune. We did. We've talked a lot uh, about it off air, so we don't have to dwell on it too long. Quick impressions. Right. I loved it. I thought it was really great. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it more. Uh, I think IMAX was in a, a perfect setting for for that movie, and I'm really glad we saw it in that. Um, it 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 it's pretty close to the, my second viewing where I watched it on my phone while doing the dishes. Um, but you know, it, you know that was good too. Mm-hmm. I uh, I <laughs> I liked it. Um, I didn't hate it. I think that it deserves like a seven out of ten, and that's it. I, I think that it was enjoyable. I had pretty big issues with it um but i am excited for the sequel i think it's funny that uh the director denis venue i think that's is that how is that right right Mm -hmm. yeah um he said i I, he said and i quote i think it's something like i feel like we can start to have fun in the second movie like and you know what I listened to and heavy handed. Like listened, it can actually be adventurous. Yeah. And fun. I listened to kind of funny's uh, review of it and Kevin on their show, who is really well versed in the lore and the, in the, in the stories and everything like that um, said as much. He was like, thank God 
that that's doing well because the first half of the first book is just really slow and he was praising how well they did with the first half being what it is so the fact that like you felt that in the first in the first one bill but still kind of enjoyed it that mm-hmm. is apparently the worst it as ever is which is like okay and we even walked out of the theater and we we're kind of comparing it to fellowship of the ring and how it has mm-hmm. some of those you know vibes which I, there's not much to compare there but there are certain things to compare there um but yeah yeah so i think i think you yeah i think you'll enjoy it hopefully enjoy and, it further and i couldn't yeah i i i, I, I left the theater I, and that was the most excited i had ever been for a sequel in a very long time not counting anything mcu related i can't remember the last i one. i thought it was incredible uh i would probably give it like a 9.5 out of 10 there's not a movie i can think of this year that i've seen that is better than that this year for me Mm. um yeah i was blown away by it and my expectations were really high too i also went into it ryan i think you did this too where i watched the first trailer once and never watched that trailer again and haven't seen any of the other trailers Yeah, you and i went in very blind blind, very blind for such a big movie too and we in the past we've done that with smaller movies here and there and everything and it and it didn't really make an impact but like I told you after this movie, like it felt like substantial, uh, you know, avoiding everything because it's such a visual movie that it seeing a lot of the, those visuals for the first time in IMAX in context was amazing. I, I, I absolutely love it. I disagree. I don't think that it was like as visual as so I think, again. I've always said that it had really amazing parts and those parts were visually stunning, but the rest of it just to me kind of fell flat. And I'm glad knowing that my feelings are justified like in relation to the book. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm torn because like I enjoyed it so much. I am very excited to like know more and I want to read the book, but I also enjoyed the movie so much that I think I'm going to have to wait until I see the second part and then I'll read the books. Mm hmm. I've already seen it twice, and I, I, you catch more the second time, just like you do with anything. And I don't know, I loved it just as much the yeah. second time. Uh, but so, yeah, like Ryan said, it's it's built for IMAX. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything Otherwise, else that you're? I mean, I've 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 been working my way through um, Arkham Asylum. I'm getting pretty close to the end of that one. Been trying to replay those games. Um, been playing some Beat Saber in VR. Uh, they just released uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners for free with PlayStation, so I'm going to be <gasps> trying that finally. They did? Yep. Oh, um, Ryan, have it's you guys so played fun, it? Dude. I've never played oh, it. Bill, yeah. you played it? I played oh, it's, it. It's so awesome. It's um, such a fucking fun game. It's weird. I know. I've hear, I hear it's it weird. has amazing reviews. Like, it's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's not it's not linear. Like, so it's it doesn't, like, sometimes you don't know what the fuck to do mm-hmm. in it. Um, but once you get the hang of like pulling out your journal and figuring out like where you're supposed to yeah. go, what you're supposed to do, um, it's, it, beca- it becomes fluid. Yeah. Scary. Is it? It's not. Uh, it, it, no, it gets there, dude. It like, it's not scary. It's just it's jump scares. Fucking, it's no, no, tense. no, no, it's not jump scare. It's fucking intense. <laughs> I was, I was stuck in a house. Dude, if you have no ammo and you have one knife left and there are hordes of zombies coming through every single door and window, and you climb to the top floor hoping to kind of like escape, Ryan. It feels like is that like, all right. It feels like if you Ryan, live in a zombie Ryan. apocalypse. I th- I think it's what Bill is describing though is you get the feeling of like pins and needles because you know that you're in VR and it looks it looks like VR. 
it's still crazy though like the interaction but when you're out of ammo and like zombies are on you you get that pins and needles feeling like ugh, like you're you're on you're sitting on my grave type of thing Mm -hmm. it's suspense Um, yeah it's suspenseful it's very intense cool but it's not like scary scary like you know that's Emily what I mean. Rose or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not like you're playing a horror game and you're in the pitch black and a demon comes out and scares you. It's it's right. yeah. like it's, zombies it's, are it's it's a scary walking chasing, dead show. Yeah, zombies are chasing you upstairs and you have nothing to kill any of them with. Yeah. So, All right. so fucking run. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to try that. Katie and I finally finished um Shit's Creek. An amazing show. Yes! Uh, a really yes! amazing show that stuck the landing. Um there's some such such really and it funny way to I mean beautiful moments is the best way i could say it like it really did such a good job and some of the best characterizations of characters of people like just like (laughs) i know it was a weird way to say it but like they they have yeah and just the relationships between this family i mean they they nailed it it was that was awesome tj did you watch the like little documentary thing on on netflix too absolutely dude it's, it's so, so good. good honestly like this is one of those shows where people where where somebody will be like yeah i watched like the first couple episodes i couldn't get into it and you're like just keep going please it gets so good and what's funny it, is the emotion oh as, my god as great as as much as i loved it there was two character there were two characters that i absolutely hated and i could and i and i didn't want them I didn't enjoy them on screen like ever, but they're still true to themselves and their interactions with other characters is still true to the story and it all works. I just didn't like them that much and that's okay. Um, But otherwise, I mean, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I agree with you. Yeah, I know, but it was, it was great. Um, uh, I have a stack of comic books here. I just picked up some today. Um, Still reading crossover. I'm excited to catch up on that. I'm a few issues behind. Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe, I'm still reading, which is a ton of fun. Uh, we're up, up to issue 25, so we're like in the middle of the prison, oh, and things cool. are getting really cool. Yeah. Woodbury's coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Woodbury coming up. This came out today, Batman The Long Halloween Special. Oh, yeah, I want to get hmm. that. So I'm excited to check that out. I'm just so behind on comics. Echo Lands, I have the first Me three too. issues of that to read. Um, yeah, obviously Radiant Black is is amazing, and... Uh, issue nine would have come out this week and there would have been some fun stuff to talk to everybody listening to uh, this show about, but that won't we'll be talk out about until it. next time. So pick up we'll issue. When, is it, time, when but, is it coming uh, out? Is it coming next out next Wednesday. week? It, like, okay. Yep. It's coming out this coming Wednesday, uh, November 3rd. Uh, yeah. It, it's, that is a special issue. Five was a special issue. Five was a special issue. Five was also a special issue. And mm. this, this is, is a, a, this is a special issue. issue. Yeah. yeah. See what you're doing. Uh, so check out check out uh, <laughs> issue nine of Obliv- of uh, Radiant Black and catch up if you if you need to because it's very good. Yes, um, indeed. Yeah. So let's dig into some pop culture news. The Batman trailer came out. Thoughts mm. on that? Matt Reeves, dude. He's he's my guy. I I fucking love him. I think Robert Pattinson's gonna be just fine. Um, he he might actually become my favorite Batman just because the era of this Batman, where like he's yeah. very brutal and sadistic, and he's just fucking angry all the time. He hate he fucking hates criminals. Like 
he he wants this, to punish people yeah. and it looks brutal and awesome this is the most like graphic novel looking batman mm-hmm. it's not like yeah. christopher nolan was like if Brett batman existed in our world and this looks like if a graphic novel Comic came books. to life right and uh, and, nolan... and in a different way than the 90s and you know 80s or whatever if batman's were like if a comic book came to life this is like if a graphic novel came to life if, if, yeah. if dc black or whatever came to life um so that's label very black. very uh, black label black yeah label. that's that's very exciting uh to me and i my favorite villain has always been the riddler so this is uh, i'm really excited to see what they do and i think that casting is absolutely perfect oh yeah I, I have i have no reason to be nervous about this film but i can't help but to be nervous about it the the trailer looked amazing i have nothing well, the, negative the, the, to say the about it it looks the more nervous, nervous. <laughs> exactly exactly i'm just i i hope it's good i really really want it to be good uh i want a new batman trilogy or saga so um hopefully hopefully it does well i i am uh, matt reeves guys like so he did um planet of the apes he did he did dawn he did this the the second the last two so he did he didn't do rise he did dawn of the planet of the apes and war for the planet of the apes which are phenomenal movies and they're so emotional and they're all about the characters and that's what you care about so i mean nolan's batman the dark knight's the obviously the best one and and you really only care about that one solely because of the joker and it was done so well but i don't know this this movie just it, it, I, it's just hitting everything right for me so agreed yeah uh, what are you guys thinking of all the stuff coming out for Spider-Man? It's just constant. All the rumors, all the – they just released more pictures of Alfred Molina um, fighting Spider-Man. Uh, we're finally getting I, that in December. I have officially become desensitized. Like I'm, I'm no longer surprised now at like new things because they've, they've pretty much made it known that anything and everything is going to happen. And anything and any anything and everything could be in this movie. So when they're like, "Oh, and Sandman's in it," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, of course he is." Like, and oh, this person's gonna be in it. Okay, cool. So I, I'm... yeah, like it. It's impossible for them to keep all of that a secret until the movie comes out. But what's exciting is hopefully there will be some secrets in there, and what they actually do with those characters and how it all plays out. It was hopefully going after to be a ton of fun. Movie. Yeah. No, not even after the movie. Just, like, in the movie. Like, we might see, like, a really cool Sandman fight. You know what I mean? Like, we might see, like, a cool Sinister Six thing from across different Spider-Man universes. Like, yeah. just have fun with it. So that's what I'm hoping it is. I, but we'll see. I th- if if they, TJ, you and I talked about it, or you read something about, like, hearing if um <clears throat> this kind of reboots the Sam Raimi universe and Tobey Maguire like mm-hmm. comes out with another Spider-Man movie. I think that would be fucking awesome if they came out with like Tobey Maguire got another Spider-Man movie and and if Andrew Garfield well, that's like that's the thing if, if at this that, point like, they can do whatever they want cuz it, it, it they they just it's, opened it up to make sense whereas before yeah. it's like look at look at X-Men. Like you could pull anything from those now. Like any 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 of those things can now be put under the multiverse umbrella and any character right. from any movie can come into this and have fun and and then leave yeah. and it's okay. The shock and uh, that's what I was saying before like the shock and awe of it has worn off because now I know that anything yeah. and everything happened. Um I did read something I think um 
Cumberbatch, what's his name? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, he said that he he could be tooting his own horn, but he said that um, the multiverse of madness is crazier than like uh, Spider Man. The the like with the different characters and stuff that they're doing in it. So, mm-hmm. which I believe. Yeah, both and those movies. Enough, Sam Raimi is directing that, so yeah. it's just full circle, man. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. What else you got for us, TJ? Anything else? I don't know. You got anything for me? Anything you're looking forward to? Any video games coming out? Any new trailers for? Apparently, TV the shows? Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy video game is not bad. So that's exciting. Like, okay, I'll get, I'll get I think it. It's very good. Yeah, I'll get I'll get that. You know, maybe sometime this winter, and I'm excited to play yeah. it. I'm, I'm my expectations are set appropriately. It's not going to be some ten oh. out of ten. The best trailer that I've seen all year, Lightyear. Yeah, that looks yeah. good. It that looks was great. A fucking awesome trailer. Mm-hmm. And TJ, to your point, I think you said it in our group when we were trying to figure out like the canon of it. That would be the movie that Andy saw in Toy Story. Like it's not, yeah. it's not canon. It's I, not real. I, I heard a another theory that I also like, and that is that this is, um, this is the gritty reboot of the show that Andy watched. Could you imagine if it starts with grown no, but, up Andy? No, from no, Toy it Story ends. 3? It ends. The movie Lightyear ends, and then it's Andy, adult Andy, after Toy Story three, watching it in a theater with like because a Buzz Lightyear T-shirt. With the on, Buzz Lightyear like, T-shirt, like it's all faded because it was one like yeah, yeah. you know like the retro Buzz Lightyear oh, that, that he grew so up with. Awesome. Oh yeah, my god, that would be so cool. fucking awesome. Like, I mean, dude. when they when they first announced this movie at what was it like Disney Days last year or something, whatever it was called, whatever yeah. it's called. They did say that this move, the movie itself, is in the Toy Story universe, yes. and that's what people are fans of. But that that's a cool idea that it's a it's a reboot of what of what he was a fan of. Yeah, because like it, think because think about it like that like some people thought like oh this is what this is what Buzz Lightyear was based on. It's like well no that the technology doesn't line up, you know. Right. But even even From the nineties yeah like, even the yeah. technology of him being a kid and seeing this as a movie seems like it's a little too advanced but either either way i like i like that theory mm-hmm. yeah we'll definitely get answers and i, and I feel like they're the confusion uh, is the confusion is supposed to be there people are supposed to be talking about i it. think it was also um kind of funny talking about it but they're, they're they're saying like what if the after credit scene is a the same style gritty reboot but it's a woody movie <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's like yeah, a gritty good. western yeah yeah, yeah. reach yeah. for this guy yeah oh man it's like the end credit scene it's just yeah. like it's called the sheriff or something mm-hmm. all right yeah well i think that does it for uh episode 34 issue 34 what a coincidence um for episode 35 we are planning something we're not 100% sure what's going to happen. We're planning something pretty special for uh, episode 35. So uh, definitely check back with us next month or uh, would be December 10th would be when that episode comes out. So, yeah, we'll see you then. We certainly shall. Goodbye. All right. Bye, okay, bye. Everyone.